Why do you should be wearing glasses? Yeah, she wore glasses. But you should be. I should be wearing. Yeah, I should be. I had a check. Be. I had a check a few, a few days ago. Yeah, I picked them up at the gym. Cool. That's Fine. very specific. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It so is. Your mum is a little bit anemic. Yeah. And you need to just be mindful that you're not the same. Okay. I think we have covered everything. It was absolutely amazing. Hello and welcome to Forever Love. This is, is your first time listening and a huge welcome to you. And today I'm joined by another special guest and I'm absolutely loving that I'm able to meet many of you in person. If you haven't already got in touch, you can send a text on WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine five one seven three eight two six one, or you can drop me a message on Instagram, which is Chris Friday Psychic. If you don't already follow me, then I don't know what the hell you're doing because you can watch all of my live readings, free readings, it's tarot card readings, there's all sorts on there. So make sure you follow and drop me a message on Instagram. And if you'd like to come on the podcast, just send me a message and let me know a bit about you, you know, and why you would like to come on. So that might be that you've lost somebody, you know, somebody's passed away, or you would just like a little bit of guidance direction in your life. Yeah, we'll get straight into this. So without further ado, let's welcome our next guest, which is Joe. Hey Joe, how are you? I am good, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming to see me. And we were just chatting before, and I you know, many people that have come, I've asked them to bring photographs. And I've mentioned before on, on the podcast that they're a really lovely way and a really generally quite an easy way to I mean, what would we do without photographs, right? Yeah. It's funny, absolutely. I was thinking this the other day actually, like you know, and I always feel, and I was thinking as well, how I need to take more pictures. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just remembering to, isn't it, in the moment? You've brought a lovely selection of photos. And um, have you had readings before? I have. Fine. And how, 
How has that been for you? Um, I absolutely love everything to do with this. I've followed you for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, what any reviews I've seen are absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, I think I'm drawn more to tarot cards, probably. I'm going to probably throw loads of questions at you now, but how, how long have you followed me? How did you find me? Um, I found you through someone, um, just hearsay, really. Someone mm. was saying that they've come across this amazing psychic. It was probably mm. about six months ago. Oh, Something like that. Not long. No. no. Okay. Not that long. Um, so you've had readings before. Mm -hmm. You And is there anything that you would want to ask me? Or if, if you could kind of be the voice of everyone that's listening now, because they'll have lots of questions about, you know, I don't know what, what I do, what it's like to be a medium. Mm. Is there anything that you would want to ask? You can ask me now about, about this, about this world, about this thing, about anything you like that comes to mind. Like, when did it all first start for you? So I was probably about eight years old. Um, we, we lived like really quiet area, really out of the way. I'm sorry if you've heard this story before you're hearing it again. <laughs> um, really quiet area, really out of the way. Um, the primary school I went to had something like 16 kids or 18 kids in or something. And um, I just had this, I don't know if it was a, f a feeling or a voice or I suppose more like a voice. I'm laying in bed one night. You know the programme The Bill? Yeah. I used to watch that as a kid quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why I just did and but I remember laying there one night thinking someone's going to break into the house but I knew that I wasn't feeling that feeling that through through what I was watching I knew that it was kind of like something telling me mm -hmm. so as I felt it I felt that's not just my mind that is that is someone's telling me as such and I don't know why, but I was always like quite like scared of the dark and mm. like, you know, we lived in the middle of nowhere, like no street lights and all this sort of thing. So I don't, I don't know where they came from, whatever. I'd always lock the car doors at night. Probably got it from my family because as, when you're a child, you learn so much from your parents. Yeah. You know, you come into the world and you, they're the only, really the only thing that you have yeah. as a baby and as a child and you you think they know best and yeah. you think they know everything. They're on you... a pedestal, aren't they? And yeah. Yeah. They're like your, your king and queen mm. when you're born. And so for me, I suppose that's just me probably got that from the family. And um, I was probably told something at one point, but I just had this feeling voice, whatever, telling me someone's going to break into the house and it happened. And I basically went down to the front door and we had like a slide across latch and two bolts, bolt the top, bolt the bottom. We grew up in a council house. Um, and ba basically someone was kicking the door in at two in the morning. Oh my gosh. And the bolts, the bolts came off, the latch stayed on, the latch held. I don't know how, because the, the shoe or the boot of the person kicking the door came through the door and made a hole oh in the door. Gosh. So I don't know how that latch stayed on. It was no. like so bizarre. 
So it was kind of as though the next morning it was like, you know, uh, oh, you know, you put the latch on. Yeah, I did. All right. Mm. Nothing was ever really said about it. So I think, and there was a number of things that happened over the years, but I think that for quite some time it was like probably shout with me. Yeah. It was probably like almost put in a bit of a box. And, yeah, like brushed under the table. Yeah, almost. and like a part of my mind that was just kind of locked away mm-hmm. until I suppose, until, you know, I moved out very young. I was 17. But when I, I think when I moved out and, you know, had like my own, I don't know, like my own space and things, I suppose, and had no one kind of, holding me back I think that's yeah. when really it started to become opened up. yeah I think it's about to become much more of a thing then and it was so, it happened like so quick if like not even you know a very short period of time that people were you know like I remember charging something like five pound or not even five pound and I used to write these email readings and I tell you I I used to just have the person's name, no photo, nothing else. And the things that were coming to me were just like mental, basically. Yeah. And then one day I had like a £50 donation and I was, I must have been 18. And I remember thinking, oh my God, like that's so much money. Mm. Like, you know, people are really listening to what I'm saying and taking it quite seriously, I suppose. Yeah. But I was always quite, it's two things I always said. One is, if I became successful, I would always help people. Mm. And the second thing I always said was, I wasn't going to be a fortune teller. I was never just going to sit and tell people about what was going to happen because anyone could effectively do that mm. until you find out whether that prediction happens or it doesn't. So I think that's why I kind of went down the the... I suppose the mediumship kind yeah. of path and the, you know, tarot cards and things are great. That's where it first started for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of really where, where it all began. And I don't think I'll ever do anything else. Yeah. But there's that. But it's like, it's what you're meant to do, isn't it? Yeah. I mentioned on my Instagram um, last week and just if you didn't, some of you, you know, those of you that are listening, if you didn't see the story on my Instagram last week, then I was sent quite a significant amount of money, which, you know, from some of you that listen and support me, which is really lovely. Never asked for it and I never expect it. And I'm really thankful. But I'm the kind of person that if you give me money and I haven't given you anything, I will pass it on to someone that needs it. And for me, um, a lovely friend of mine, I've not, a friend of mine I've not known her very long, probably nearly just under a year. And she'll be on the podcast next week, my friend Hannah. So make sure you listen to that. And she has an amazing story. Um, and she is disabled and she does have a wheelchair Aww. and she needs a wheelchair to, you know, to get around. And, but she's amazing. And we meet in London quite often and she turns up with all these bags on her wheelchair and, she had a suitcase the other week when I saw her and I was like, Hannah, how the hell have you got that suitcase Aww, across London? Love her. Yeah. And I just, she was talking to me and she's been telling me for a little while, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've got to get this new wheelchair and stuff. And, and I said to her, look, how much is it? 
And she said, and I said, you know what, like, I'll give you half of it. Mm-hmm. I've had people donate money to me over the last few weeks on the podcast. You know, I really believe in giving back. And for me, um, she, you know, she's ordered a new wheelchair and she'll be able to get yeah. around with a new, you That's know, amazing. and the charge yeah. will last longer on it. She'll be able to go further. So for mm-hmm. me, you know, I never wanted to be a fortune teller. I always wanted to give back when I when I can if I have it I will give it yeah you know um and I'm I'm an animal lover um complete animal lover um and just just thinking that it reminds me I was walking through London last week week before and I saw a guy I, I don't know if he was homeless or not but he had a tabby a tabby cat with him that reminded me of my I've got a tabby tabby looking cat called Nala um, I call her Nala Rose. Don't ask why I call her Nala Rose, but my cats and dogs have all got middle names. Um, <laughs> very strange, but it's as if. Um, so <laughs> this cat reminded me of Nala Rose, and I was like, "Oh, I can't, you know, I can't walk by and not and, and not give him anything." So, uh, yeah, anything animals, but yeah, that's it really. So it started there. Here we are now. Um, oh, I suppose I think I was I was eight or nine when that happened at home, and as I moved out seventeen, so I really I've done it's probably now for about twelve years. Oh, okay. And we was we were saying the other day we've done a hundred and over one hundred and fifty thousand readings oh in word. in not even a year. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I have have the most amazing team of readers and psychics that work for me and it's yeah it's amazing and mm. we yeah the reviews are incredible if you haven't already go online put my name in if you're not sure have a look on you know yeah. Trustpilot or whatever um of course there's the odd person that says oh you know that was no good but I mean we've got four point four point eight star rating I think there's nearly 30,000 reviews and I think 89% of them are five star. So, um, and while I mentioned that, which reminds me, if you would like to have an email reading, then you can use the code podcast and that will give you 20% off any of the email readings on the website. If you go to my Instagram, which is Chris Riley Psychic, click the link in the bio and use the code podcast. That will give you 20% off any of the email readings online. So without further ado, let's um let's do this reading for you. And I know mm-hmm. as I say you've brought lots of lovely photos. Um and I actually asked you for a ring as well. I just thought we'd see I haven't really we call, it's called psychometry, but I haven't done that in, in years. But something made me think, let's let's ask her for a ring. Mm-hmm. So I have you your ring. Um and two two photos you've you've got loads but i picked up two and you can tell you can tell everyone we was talking just before we'd we'd come on and photographs for me is like normally as i touch them it it depends sometimes i will touch them and there is a name or a feeling or a thought other times there isn't um sometimes it can be a bit louder in my mind sometimes it's not but as i looked at this touched it I instantly heard the name I felt was either Mark or Michael. It's a photo of a, of your your dog, mm-hmm. 
and what I felt or knew was your husband. Um, and you was telling me, what was the dog's name? Mac. Mac. And you said your husband's Scottish. He's Scottish. So he, yeah, he pronounces yeah, which it. Is it's probably terrible. crazy, but, but begins with an M. It does. Yep. And the way that I look at things like that is, um, you know, initials, names. There's 26 letters in the alphabet, right? Think about it like this. Yeah. And I pick up this and I think, mm, you know, there's a name that would sound like Mark or, and that's your. But your... he pronounces it, my husband did pronounce it like Mark. So it's, yeah. Yeah, maybe I, I just came, came to me like that. Yeah. And then this other photo you've got. Um, you mentioned to me already is your nan and granddad yeah. and you and your sister, which is lovely. So, and you, as I said to you, as I sort of said to you before, if there was anyone that you in particular, you know, wanted to hear from more or wanted to kind of have more of a I don't know, connection with, you, you mentioned that be your nan, wouldn't it? Yes. Definitely. Fine. Fine. And what's funny is before we was going to record, I, your name's Joe, and I said to you, your name's Joanne, yes, it's Joanne, but you, do people call you Joanne? And you said, well, my family. And it's funny because when you said to me about your nan, I almost wanted to say it's Joanne. Yeah. It's not Joe, it's Joanne. She's so it's like a, Joe. no. And as I'm just feeling here, I know that with your nan, there's this real feeling of not being able to say what I wanted to, wanted to say before she passed. Okay. There's a feeling of everything happening very quickly. Yeah. And I'm very aware of hating the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also very aware of, mm, would she have refused medic? Mm, no, not taken medication. Yeah. More, yeah. Because yep. I, I was going to say refuse. She's like, no, tell her that I just didn't bother taking it. She, my nan was like, oh, old school mentality. Um, probably was suffering a lot longer than she was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it all happened really quick and quite mm-hmm. horrific. Mm-hmm. I feel like she really takes me to her stomach. Yeah. And yeah. I'm feeling as though, as much as she highlights her stomach to me, I'm also very aware of her bladder, but I don't feel the bladder was the main issue. No. But I'm definitely aware of a weakness in the bladder. Yeah. Okay. I do feel there would be a connection with a Bill or a William. Yeah. Her brother is Bill. Fine. I know I want to mention a Bill. I do also feel, I don't know if Bill had a heart problem, but there's, as I think about Bill, I'm now feeling like I want to talk about having a heart-related issue. Yeah, that, uh, that makes sense. Okay. I feel what's really strange here also, and I, I, the funny thing is I, I'm not 100% sure to say this is coming from your nan, but my breathing's not good. Okay. And I know that when I said to you, she didn't get to, I want to say she didn't get to say goodbye. That's, that's yeah, what I she feel. she didn't. But, and th- there's a lot that she wanted to say she couldn't say, but it's really, um, it's really, how it how everything with her passing with her conditions with what happened to and before she went how she had no time to process anything mm. and neither did you no no it just why does she so keep quick. giving me 11 years like i might need to go 11 years ago this has got to be really significant now if your nan has been passed longer than that 
then there's the significance of going back 11 years. Okay. Now, sometimes if I give a time frame like that to somebody, it could be, oh, I've been married 11 years, or I moved house and moved into my forever home 11 years ago. I had my son 11 yeah, years ago. Yeah, I got married 11 years ago. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I felt. Yeah, totally makes sense. Fine. You got married 11 years ago, and that's fine. And I've got your picture of your husband here as well. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's a common name. Who is John? Oh, um, as in linked to my nan, that would be her son, my uncle. Fine. And is there somebody around your husband called Peter? Like mm. a friend? Not that I know. He's got a lot of friends that okay, I don't fine. directly know. Fine. Just remember that for me. And there's also something here about a connection to Kent. Right. Okay. Now, I don't know if that has like not not happened yet not coming into your life yet or there's going to be something about Kent and it's like as I'm looking at your husband I feel that right okay okay something is pulling me pulling me there there is also this thing about and I say this respectfully to you but you are very good with money I try to be (laughs) I think you're better than with money than your husband or than your husband used to be he's just quite blasé okay he's he's good but it's me that will try and take Fine, but there's something that takes me back. So you've been married 11 years, but it's something that takes me back to like when you would have met each other, got together. But for some reason, I don't feel like you got together straight away. But did you know him for quite a while before you? I, I kind of knew of him. Okay. There's something that makes me feel as though he had depression. Okay. And there's something that makes me feel as though there are some things within his family that are never spoke about. Right. And I feel that he comes from an upbringing. I don't know if there's a David that connects close yep, to him. Yeah, that's his brother. That's his brother. Oh, that's nice. fine. But there's something that makes me feel. And that his dad. His dad his is dad David. His dad is David, yeah. His stepdad, but brought up his Okay. Dad. But there's something that makes me feel as though. That... You're going down a really. As though I can't path. be depressed because of. It's definitely to do with grief and loss, but something makes me feel like it's somewhere that I shouldn't be talking about. So I, so it's like there's, there's like a, not a dark door there, but it's like a door that's kind of like stopping me from going in. Okay. But, it, but I think this is probably how your husband feels. And it's quite to do with David. Yeah. 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 As, as in David who has passed. Yeah. 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 Totally makes something sense. Something is very, something is very off. Something mm-hmm. is very... Suspicious. It doesn't feel to be of a passing of someone taking their own life, but it does feel to be inflicted by somebody else. Right. And I don't know why I'm looking at a, what to me looks like a death certificate or a, or a coroner report, and it's it's got drugs on it or substance. Okay. And I don't know. You can remember this for me. I don't know if this connects in with David. But there's something about somebody who had a problem with their legs as well. My my nan did. Okay, um, so maybe your nan's here. My nan's coming in around this. But there's, I think they're trying, who is Jeannie? Jean? I can't place Jean. Okay, if it's not a Jean, would it be a Joan? Sounds very similar. Yeah, but living. Living, that's fine. Would your nan know of them? No. Or would you understand the significance as to why she would bring that name up now? Yeah, I life? do now. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. Um. 
they're kind of taking me away from what I was feeling. So that's fine. I know that I've maybe said what I've needed to say and that's okay. Um, I am very aware of the problem with the legs. I am very aware of being in a wheelchair as well and kind of like needing to be pushed around. If you yeah. understand. And this is with Joan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that you said that your nan had issues with the legs. Yeah. Or mobility, yeah. whichever. All in relation to when she passed away. Yeah. What happened with your nan's house? Um, she had a council house. Um, so it just, it went back to authorities. It wasn't okay. anything quite specific. Okay. Why is she making me feel like I'm really unhappy about a property? It could be to do with my mum, our family home. And I'm going to say this to you as well. Do you know where there was a sum of £30,000? No. Okay. So hold that for me. Okay. So something to do with a sum of £30,000 is something about a property and I'm feeling like someone has taken my money. I feel that really strongly. Okay. And that's all to do with my nan and my mum. Yeah, or, or she's referencing it ha- about something that, has, that an event, a significant event that has happened. Right, okay. Okay. So you can just remember that for me. Yeah. And um, as I said to you earlier on, very aware of being in a hospital, very much feeling of not being able to say goodbye. I really know that about your nan. I don't know why as well. I keep seeing Rennie's. Did you take Rennie's quite a lot? Yeah. So like for she indigestion? Did. Yeah, or she did. I can yeah. just see packets of them in front of me. And that would have probably happened towards the build up of her passing. Right. Which happened very suddenly um, because she collapsed out shopping, um, was rushed to hospital, um, and she had a twist in her, in her bowel. So they initially oh, thought right. that she, they would amputate her legs, that she didn't make it through the surgery. It was all horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I know you've got sons. Yes. You've got two boys. Two boys. But I don't see a girl. No girl. But would you understand why your nan brings me a child that, that and I say this respectfully to you, a child that came to you, but it wasn't the right time? Because I feel like you should have three children. Okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I do feel as well, and I say this respectfully, would one of your children have additional needs? Yeah. And would you, and you don't have to tell me yes or tell me no, and it is personal, but would you understand why, I don't know if your son takes medication. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And would you understand why you was almost in this 
and I, I, I can understand where you didn't want to give your son medication no, and you no. was really against it. Yep. And why does your nan make me feel as though you are, I don't know if you're, if you're looking into or you're kind of, I want to use the word like campaigning about the, the child's health system. Yeah, always have. Yeah. Yeah, for a long while. Yeah, because it's like I can see you saying, <laughs> I can, and I know your nan was like this a little bit, but I can see you saying the things other people won't say. Yeah. I'm massively passionate about being an advocate for rights. Um, what, you know, what people should have. But am I right in saying that through your, again, respectfully, through your son's condition or your son's needs that you've had a sense of neglect? Yeah. You've not been, you've not had the, the support in the health system no. that he, he needs. Yeah. Does that make completely. sense? Especially education. Um, and tell me no if it's no his name's not charlie is it no who is charlie then around your around one of your boys or your son my 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 mum had a dog called charlie that she was really close to um i can't place a charlie oh that's me because it might be like a friend from school or something like that my youngest has a friend called charlie at school yeah okay and why do i feel like i'm kind of obsessed with trains does what does either of the boys like trains or why i'm why i'm looking at so my 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 elder boy who has the additional needs he he isn't like obsessive obsessive with trains um, but, but there's to- something like about Thomas, there's some, yeah yeah like, but there's something about going on a train or going to I don't know, like a significant train or railway or steam we, train. We will, or... Of, we will often say, we're going on the train, choo-choo, and he'll go choo-choo-choo and try to say it back. I'll love him. How is his eyes? Is his eyesight good? What, both of them? or Yeah, maybe both. So my youngest is going to have his eye ch- eyes checked in a few weeks. Okay. Um, and my eldest, who has the additional needs, it's just really hard to say specifically. Um, yet school have raised about my youngest son's eyes to okay. have his eyes checked. Yeah. Okay. Because something's really pulling me to check on my eyesight. Your, your nan is saying to me, tell her the, the boys, the, the eyes, the eyes, the eyes. Okay. Is your husband a little bit skeptical? Yeah. 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 He tries to be open, but he's quite. He's got a lot of walls up. Around yeah, him. he has. Do you know why I feel like he's going to go to Germany? Okay. Remember that for me. All right. If nothing's happening. That, yeah. Yep. Okay. And would you understand as well? And I know you told me earlier on before we started to record, he's in the RAF or the Air Force. Yeah. Air Force. Um, there's something here about going up a rank, going okay. up a position. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I have to say, this is this is possibly going to cause like a bit of a rift between people. Okay. Okay. Me and him. Or... No, we, around the people around his, right, his job okay. or his work. And I have to say as well that he needs to not feel, you know, when you've, when you've made a friend through your workplace or your job and you're kind of going up in front of them, you might feel a bit bad, but he needs to not feel bad. Okay, yeah. It's strange because there's something about wanting to have a dog, but it came at the time it, I don't know. We keep debating now about having a dog. Oh, now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's something in my mind to think about, think about animals and it's like, I don't know if this is the, 
this is the right time or if I should have one. I have or... like a million dogs. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Should we or should we not? Yeah. What, what also is, um, when I, when I feel animals and I get asked this quite a lot is, um, I do get asked this quite a lot really is, you know, do animals come through? Yes, they do. I feel animals when I connect with them in their body and I, I sense kind of what was wrong with their health or whatever, I feel them in the way I feel me. So if I feel their paws, I will feel my hands. Mm-hmm. If I feel their feet, their back paws, I'd feel my own feet. Sounds strange. It's the way it works for me. If I felt their heart, it'd be my heart. But what's, what I feel here is something wrong with my neck. Right, okay. And it's like the, as I look at the photo, it's like the right side of my neck. I don't know if he had a lump in his neck. Oh, it, so we didn't really know exactly what happened to Mac apart from he just collapsed. He was 14. So we thought, is it his back legs? Right. Um, it's quite a long story, but okay. they thought it was a aneurysm or something in his brain. Uh, but yeah, his neck, it, oh, it was just awful. Um, his neck was completely just all floppy and gone. Okay. It was just, really tragic so that completely links yeah something was making feel making me feel very drawn to my neck mm. something was making me feel as though there was like um i was gonna say like a tumor or yeah, or, they, or something they thought it was a tumor and end. i feel like it's along the line of the as i say you say the brain but maybe maybe the nerves in the neck yeah. connected with the brain there's something there that that um that i don't feel was quite right yeah. i do um I do feel so. I do feel so. Was a, he was a very friendly dog. He was a very outgoing dog with with other dogs and, and people. But there was something that I don't know if he was ever bitten or attacked because if something makes me feel something must have happened. He was about six or seven. Yeah, he tried. He he had. There was an incident when we moved when we lived away with the forces, um, and a little dog tried to bite him. So he was. He would always is loyal and lovely and friendly mm-hmm. like your lab is. Really. Yeah. Um, he would react to other dogs. I don't. He was too soft to do anything, but I think it probably stemmed from that. Mm-hmm. So I just something when he was like six or seven. Um, but you can understand the neck, and you can understand six or seven, and having this. Um... Yeah, totally. And do you want to move house eventually? Eventually, we've done a lot of work in our house, mm-hmm. and it's just taken a little bit of time to kind of feel like home i'm just going back with your nana moment here um she had a lot of love to give but she wasn't always understood okay um and i think that's that's significant with you sometimes mm. is you don't always feel understood you're going through changes at work yeah what's your relationship like with your mum um, we love each other dearly, but it's like a typical mum daughter relationship. We swipe at each other quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, but she helps me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a break with your mum when you were young? Um, there'd be periods of time. There was a period, a longer period of time, um, that we didn't particularly have the best relationship. There was a communication breakdown. Okay. I would say. Because your nan's saying to me, talk about three years. I okay. thought it was maybe a three-year period. We spoke, but it wasn't like we are now. Yeah. The, the, the three years would really make, yeah, that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
I do feel like she could be quite straight to the point. Yeah, she was. But she wasn't, she comes forward to me not being a rude person or she could be quite, she would tell you it as it is. Yeah. And you like it or you don't, tough luck. Mm-hmm. I feel like your, did your nan knit or crochet or something? Yeah. And did yeah. she leave you some clothes? To, yeah, for your... like, yeah, when we, not, um, or for us, like. When for your we was... children. If yeah. you have children, there's some clothes there for you. That can it? be passed on, yeah. That's what I feel. Certainly for um, my niece and her now daughter, um, I believe my nan knitted. Because mm. I just feel like there was, there was like baby clothes, child clothes that I made that were, like that I left. Yeah, like passed on. I don't think you should be wearing glasses. Yeah, she wore glasses. But you should be. I should be wearing, yeah, I should be. You I had a check. Be. I had a check a few, a few days ago, yeah. I picked them up in a few weeks. Cool. That's very Fine. specific. Yeah. And I don't know if your nan, I know your granddad's in this photo as well, why they keep taking to glycoma. It's an eye condition. Oh, uh, yeah. My nan had glycoma, I believe. Your granddad doesn't say very much to me. No, he was like that. My nan would take centre stage. He's very, um, he's very quiet. Yeah, he was. He, and were they from London? Oh, yeah, 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 originally. They didn't spend time around Brixton and Camden. Camden probably more so than Brixton. My, my, I don't know how much you're going to, but my, we don't know that much about my granddad's past. He was an orphan. Okay. Um, okay. That's so that okay. would be really interesting. Okay. The time it kept taking me to London, that's fine. Something made me feel Brixton and Camden. Um, and did your granddad really like to polish his shoes up? Yeah, he was a proud man. Yeah, very. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why I feel like he had some sort of surgery and i know that your your nan had the issue around the stomach and the, the bowels but your granddad why i feel he had some kind of procedure i want to kind of call it a procedure almost mm-hmm. and then i feel like he passed not long after yeah but i, I mean, don't feel like he should have passed when he did i feel like it was something not his time almost. yeah yeah and i don't know if he had sepsis my nan had so that my, oh, nan, nan, had, my nan did yeah. yeah my nan did and so she had the procedure to amputate a little bit like you were saying earlier on um her her legs because she just collapsed shopping in asda um and they thought that she was poorly oh, she had so she and she had sepsis. so when they opened her up um she didn't survive the surgery basically it was sepsis it was all coming from her stomach okay completely what you were saying earlier on and that your nan and granddad must be laid to rest together. Yeah, next to each other. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because it's strange because I didn't feel like they was in the same space, but I felt like they was yeah. they was by Close, right by. Because I was going to say to you, there was your nan and granddad, and then there was somebody else. But obviously, it's probably your nan and your granddad as such. Yeah, and a few relatives in the and same. And a few others. Yeah. And there's somebody called Robert or Bob. Um. So my cousin living is Robert. My cousin Robert mm-hmm. would be her first grandchild fine can i ask you as well have you, are you have you got intolerances uh no but i think i probably have yeah because i don't know if it's gluten or dairy bread milk there's something that makes me feel something does not agree with you okay i i keep talking about having that check so that completely makes sense 
Um, and I don't know as well if check this also. Um, if you get a little bit of low iron, okay. Right, and I think I your mum. I think that's connected with yes. your mum. Yeah. So I think your mum is a little bit anemic. Yeah. And you need to just be mindful that you're not the same. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And if you are, then it's manageable. Okay. But it needs to be monitored. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it needs to be kept an eye on. So, Joe, do you have any other questions? No, I think we have covered everything. It was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. I've, yeah, I just... It's so specific about my nan and about my dog, hence why I thought he's so dope. But, mm-hmm. And even the, like, the mark, mark, like how my husband would pronounce that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you. Pleasure. You're so welcome. If you would like the opportunity to come on the podcast, send me a text on WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine five one seven three eight two six one. You can also connect with me on Instagram, which is Chris Riley Psychic. Send me a message. Tell me about you and why you'd like to come on the podcast and I'll see what I can do. Join me for the next episode. Make sure you follow whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you could leave a review, five stars would be absolutely lovely.